Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel-tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released, and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you're able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. It is so important when you are traveling to have the right bag for the right trip. If you pack something too big, then you end up paying to check a bag you don't need. And if you pack something too small, then you can't carry all your stuff. So it's really important that you have the right type of luggage for the right type of trip. We are teaming up with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code Pod 10 or going to the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on. Time to get going. Um, the thing that I kind of loved about it, it was moving forward, it puts forth a very an, another step towards a more inclusive MCU. You may fire when ready. podcast to give you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. Skip it a bit, bit, I let you do it, then it's because otherwise the whole, it competes with our sound. How's everybody feeling? Hope everyone is doing wonderful on this Labor Day Monday. Yes. Uh, hope if you were given time off, you enjoyed your time off. And if not, thanks for being at work. Uh, we appreciate it. I mean, <laughs> we appreciate weird. your labor. We appreciate your labor, which sounds weird. This is a weird holiday. I had to actually look it up to see what it was about. <laughs> oh, it gets intense I I, a I little bit. I, I don't think that I've ever looked up what Labor Day was about. Mm, I know that I haven't. Let's go Here there. I know that I haven't. <laughs> Um, gentlemen, we have a wonderful episode. We're talking Shang-Chi and the Legend yeah. of the Ten Rings. Yes, we are. Um, and we brought in a guest. However, our guest is an accomplished man and yes. has yes. places to be and people to see and things to do. And so we only have him for a short while, which is totally fine and we're happy with. So we're just going to get right to it. We are going to dive right into Shang-Chi oh, right yeah, we now. Get right to it. Um, so I'm going to read his little bio. So Dave Wheeler is our guest this week. And Dave Wheeler is a jack of all trades when it comes to comics and design working, working as an inker, colorist, letterer, writer, and book designer in comics, along with the comic in comics industry. He has worked in the advertising and graphics industry for 12 years. Now having the opportunity to transform brands with innovative graphic solutions and campaigns. Dave currently resides in Minneapolis, Minnesota with his family. He is proud to be one of the co-founders of the kid-friendly comic company Mindwave Comics, doing his part to bring back fun to comics. When he's not in the studio, he enjoys long walks on the beach and making toys and professional wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, let's do give a big films in black and white welcome to Dave Wheeler. Dave. Hey, everybody. We really spare no expense. We're like Jurassic Park. We really try to spare no expense. Oh, no, that's the wrong thing. But Dave, how are you feeling? 
I'm good, man. How you been? I'm good. I'm good. So this uh, guest appearance goes back into my middle school days. Oh, wow. Um, when Dave and I were friends. So we brought it all the way back. We're um, still friends. We day. just yeah. moved yeah. across the country from one yeah. another. Yeah, exactly. There was a hot second where I lived in Kentucky, <laughs> and then everything was just weird from there. So, um, But this is really like a, a weird vibe for me because below me on the stream is both past and present. Brian is also a little bit of past and present. Hello. And Marcus is sort of like future and present friendship. <laughs> so like this is, I got a whole goddamn thing going today. This is, this is now, this podcast will now be called Doug and Friends. Yes. I mean, I mean, yes, I hope not. Actually, <laughs> this is a Christmas carol, Doug. You are asleep and you need to atone for your sins. So good luck. We wish you the best. Son of a bitch. All right. What message I'm supposed to take away from this one? Right. I, I don't that know. I, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I need a badass bathrobe if I'm going to be the ghost. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know which one I am. Who am I? Am I death? Because like, he's black. <laughs> that is not where I was going. I don't, you I were described wanna, I, as present, so I just want to know my role. <laughs> I don't think anybody is death. I think this is three different messages with this yeah, one. Okay. So yeah, we're okay. just we're just gonna go that route. Well, I'll just throw stuff at him at different intervals. Yeah, I like yes. that. Yeah. I like a lot. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, gentlemen, we have a movie to get into. So the yeah. four of us saw Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings uh this weekend, um, or maybe even Thursday. But maybe it's Labor Day, so we're just gonna rope it in and call it the weekend. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> Brian, let's do it. Um, <laughs> and in order to get into it, um, Dave has a wide range of comic book knowledge, um, and experience, so he's gonna share some of that with us. But before we get into the movie, I really would love it if a one Marcus J. Destin would give us his barbershop summary Please. for this movie, Marcus. Break it down right. for us. So basically, here's what happened. You got Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, except with bangles. Okay, so what had happened was you get this new hero who got hands, like, right off the rip. Nobody just said anything. He just started fighting. Like, he just started, like, throwing blows right off the rip. You got this guy who who he really don't know what he know. He's content in his life. It's not like he want to be a, a bum or a failure. He's really just living this low-key life. He dropping off fancy cars and stuff like that. And while everybody else around him trying to figure out who they are, guess who knows who they are? It's this guy who just know how to fight and he just be hopping in stuff and he got his friend Katie and Katie's trying to figure out what she want to do in her life while this guy knows who he is but he running from his past okay his dad is this big bad all right this this dad is who um, this movie is basically about Disney um, atoning for their sins, okay? Because they went and they did Iron Man 3 and did some terrible shit in Iron Man 3, and now they had to come back and was like, hey, that's our bad. We we messed that up. So then they come back and mm -hmm. they fix everything so that you meet the real, quote-unquote, Mandarin, right? And so, you you know, he's, he's the Shang, he, um, Sean is his name, but Shang-Chi is his, is, his, is his real name, is his, um, what do you that's his real name anyway so they go through this whole movie and, and and his dad is this big bad who has lived for thousands and thousands of years because of these 10 bangles that he got right these 10 10 rings on his arm they're not like ring rings but they're like on rings on his arm so if you know the mandarin from back then in iron man you know it don't look like that it looked like something more modern so basically the dad misses his wife misses family he trying to go this is another villain who you know i mean they ain't really a villain they just really just miss their people so he go try to go to the gate he hear his wife calling him saying help me help me help me but don't nobody else hear this except him so he's either crazy or loco so everybody else is like yo you can't do that you can't burn down the village and they like no we got to stop your dad but he's like man I, you know my dad is kind of crazy and i miss my mom and he's like yo you gotta get over it and you gotta fight and now you gotta become an avenger with your 10 bangles so it's kind of that's i mean you know Jesus. what 
That's a pretty good rundown. Like, yeah, yeah. I gotta catch my breath, fast. but yeah, that's a fast version. I was trying to keep it brief. I like well, it. Well, you did it. Mission no. accomplished. <laughs> Thank you. And again, you've see, you just needed to do that to come back and show us that Brian and Doug should not touch the barbershop summary at all. Okay. Like <laughs> imitations are fine, but we're the equate brand of barbershop summary to your name brand of barbershop. Summary. Yeah, that's so, all right. I'm just glad um, to be here. Yeah, well, good. Um, before we get into the movie, after that, we just wanted to give everybody an update on box office. Not that it's a measure of success, but it is relevant to our discussion. Um, $71.4 million in the U.S. over the uh, yeah. weekend. Biggest which, over Labor Day. Which is not yeah. bad, which is really, really great. I also heard that it broke records in the U.K. for um, post-pandemic box office premiere as well. So um, had a great weekend. Again, Still kind of the future of cinemas is sort of up in the air, but had a good weekend well, and we're glad to hear it. Can I chime in? Please. I, I, they, this came out very recently. They moved up Venom because of this. So Did Venom's really? coming out beginning of October now. So you yeah. can thank Shang-Chi for Venom, move? apparently. Yeah. Fourth, it yeah, is it's a fourth, fourth move. Fourth, yep. fourth move on release date. So yeah. yeah. Just, just release it now. It, yeah, unreal. unreal. I mean, Dave, you know this from being in the marketing world. Like, it's not cheap to keep redoing posters no. for one month and date. No, not in the least. And <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, one of the things I do locally here with the chain of theaters called the Imagine Theaters is oh, I yeah. do Marvel premieres. So I, oh, wow. I'm at the Marvel premieres. I do an exclusive piece of artwork collaborating with one of the local artists and myself. We sell prints and hang out, do sketches. And, like... You know, the guy who coordinates all that is just like, hey, so here's the dates. And then we get an email. Here's the dates. Here's the dates. Here's the dates. Like, you can tell each one he gets a little bit more angry about. Because he prints all the flyers and shit for like, here's everything. And then he's like, oh, guess I got to change that again. Yeah. So now what do you do with all the old posters? Because now I'm like, okay, well... I don't put dates on my posters. I'm just putting that out there. This is why they're paying the big bucks, folks. Right. Yeah. Right, those are collectors' right. items. Those are like right. those are like toys that they realized they didn't have the right beard on, and in <laughs> 20 years they're going to be worth a lot. <laughs> so. Oh, what what was the Star Wars one? It, it wasn't uh, Return of the Jedi. It was a different name. I can't. I can't oh, Revenge of the Jedi. Yeah. Revenge of the Jedi. There we go. Yes. Brian. Yeah. So right. it's quick. It's Mr. 3000, you know, everybody. <laughs> Revenge is not the Jedi way, so it you is, probably shouldn't have that on no, a no, poster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're the good guys. Revenge. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> We're here to save you and kill everyone. And kill everybody else. <laughs> yeah, that's we a, yeah, for sure. Because we got beef. Um, <laughs> gentlemen, let's get into the movie. Um, first, right off the jump, first impressions. And Dave, why don't you kick us off? What were your sort of first impressions and just I, initial thoughts about this? I, so I'm a big Shang-Chi fan. Um, I actually thought that I was wearing the shirt and I'm wearing my MODOK shirt. That's my bad. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. It was a very long night last night. Uh, but I, being a classic Shang-Chi fan, I still enjoyed the crap out of this movie because they did a lot of modernizing. They did a lot of kind of adjustments to fit it into the MCU, which I was all for because yeah. Lord knows we didn't need a character named Fu Manchu running around on the freaking no, screen. No, <laughs> no, there, I'm just no. putting it out there. There was so a lot of these characters from the from Shang-Chi were actually initially licensed from a old pulp novelist. So like okay. a lot of these guys got brought in and were technically being leased by marvel oh, when, wow. it, when it first kind of came around 
So, like, the funny thing is, a lot of these characters where you're like, wow, that's racist. Marvel's like, they weren't ours. We were just borrowing them. <laughs> um, you know, the health of Marvel's like, huh? Uh, that's you know, incredible. But um, I really enjoyed it. They A, they did a beautiful job of incorporating in a lot of fantastic martial arts work um, yep. with their fight choreography. Um, working with, and now I just completely blanked on his name. He was actually a member of the Jackie Chan stunt crew uh, and oh, he was the fight yes. choreographer. He passed away uh, mm -hmm. before the movie hit the theaters, but um, that was absolutely gorgeous. The implementation of using uh, Mandarin um, in there was great. Um, yeah. Actually, fun fact, Doug and I took Chinese uh, back in Italy. Um, I don't I remember a lick of it, but we did. Uh, yeah, I, I can still, I, the cool wow. thing was I was really stoked because I understood a lot of it. Um, and I was blown away by that because I'm like, okay, did they dumb this down or am I actually recalling things? But um, <laughs> it, was, it was really, really well done, though. I mean, yeah. um, you know, are we going to yeah, spoil, spoil, spoil yes. it? We're going to spoil so, this movie. Yes. Yeah. So, um, big, big flipping dragon fight scene um, oh, yeah. with yep. basically Cthulhu light. Um, <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed the shit out of that. I enjoyed the iconography of a lot of the traditional sure. um, kind of beings of Chinese lore and culture mm -hmm. being implemented on, you know, on the screen. The yeah. the, the guardian dog slash lions, you yeah. know, like the nine tailed fox, all that type of stuff, yeah. and, and the phoenixes and such. Like all that being implemented was absolutely beautiful. And um, the thing that I kind of loved about it, it was moving forward. It puts forth a very an, another step towards a more inclusive MCU, which sure. is really cool yeah. to see the diversity growing from like, wow, that's a lot of white people to like, <laughs> here you go. Like, you know, yeah. no, like it's, it's not, you know, all, you know, European, uh, right. yeah. you know, that's right. Heroes. That's really cool. Um, so it's, it's amazing, you know, to see again, another step, you know, moving towards a uh, much more well-represented um, yeah. universe, which is cool. For sure. Absolutely. Uh, Marcus and Brian, things that you all enjoyed about this particular movie? That Marcus, take it away. Different or the same or whatever? I think one of the things that I really enjoyed about this, so my mom loves um, kung fu movies. Westerns yep. and kung fu yeah. movies are her thing. What, what The one thing that stands out for me the most is this movie can be just a good kung fu movie. If you yeah. enjoy yeah. that genre um, and and like um, like Dave was saying, the actual martial arts mixed into it. There was a scene on the bus and I didn't say it. Out, I'll just have a transparent moment. I didn't say it out loud because I felt bad. Um, but there was a scene on the bus when um, Shang-Chi is fighting and the style that he's using. I was like, man, this guy looks like Jackie Chan while right. he's fighting. But it is actually like I watched a video where they were saying like, the the style of him using his environment was like that was Jackie Chan's thing like that was his yeah. go to and so it was Jackie Chan esque and and you know they had a lot of like people who were worked with Bruce Lee um, back when when Bruce Lee was out and like there was all these connections and then changing the um, the rings into arm weights and armbands which is an actual thing not just a Marvel like that was oh. I think if you wanted to watch this this could be just a good Kung Fu movie. Like you don't really need the MCU connection at all. Right. Like, I think that they, they yeah. just did really well. Even Doug uh, mentioned after the movie, like you can tell they did a lot of like um, 
like hidden dragon, like the fighting, yeah. even yeah. the oh. like the fighting scene specifically between his when they he met um his mom and I need to remember his dad's name. Um, but the, the when Wu when when thank you when Wu and, and met his um met his mom for the first time met Shang Chi's mom for the first time. That was so beautiful and yeah. elegant. Oh my and gosh! There wasn't a lot of dialogue in the fight scenes. It was literally just them flowing back and forth. Yes. And yeah. so I think mm. that was the first thing that I liked and enjoyed was I could rewatch this alone just for the fighting choreography. Yeah. Yeah. Can I throw something out there? Yeah, too? absolutely. Like the, the thing that, uh, like you had mentioned, Marcus, like one of the things that I think Marvel's done really, really well is they found where they can make genre movies that fit their, their shared universe. Like yeah. If you look at, you know, Winter Soldier, you know, Captain America Winter Soldier. That's a really good spy thriller. Yeah. Yes. Like, you know, you look you look at some, you know, you look at Spider-Man Far From Home even. That's a really good teen drama with yeah. Spider-Man in it. Yep. Um, yeah. This was, like you said, a really good, good uh, martial arts film. Yeah. Yeah, for great sure. Point. For sure. Great point. Yeah, that's so, a great point. Yeah, that, that was, yeah, that was one of the things I enjoyed, Brian. I, I, I agree with everything that's been said, and I think, one of the things that is to its strength is that it really leaned into, I feel like a lot of the Chinese mythology. And mm -hmm. I feel like for the past 10 years, we have had, we've had so much like Nordic mythology thrown yeah. at us, even to like <laughs> some of the uh, like mythical items that are, are being tossed around here, whether it's wow. <laughs> right. like, we got two Thor hammers at one point. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. Um, and I just really enjoyed because when I grew up, um, like there were other like myth myth mythical stories that like I, I would learn and stuff like that. And dragons were like a big part of it. And like in Western culture, it's like dragons are bad. Like that's who the knight fights. And then you're like, <laughs> you read these other stories where the mythology is originating, not, you know, in Europe. And it's like, no, actually, like dragons are really good and they're friendly and mm -hmm. they help us and they're not scary. They're just kind of like, they're I don't know, kind of like big flying cats kind of a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> this is how I would describe them. Um, that's, a good, that's a good way to put it. That's you know, a great like, way to put it. And they're exactly, <laughs> right. exactly. Right. That's exactly the finale, right. by the way, everybody. Like what Dave just did. That's the, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but, um, and I just, I enjoyed how they brought that to the forefront because that's the entire finale of like, no, dragons aren't bad. Like we need, we need this particular dragon to help us. Otherwise everything is lost. Yeah. Uh, and I just enjoyed that because I feel like it flips the script on a lot of things that we as For Western sure. audiences see. And I enjoy, like, it was just really powerful seeing uh Ling and Shang-Chi like ride the dragon too. It was like, okay, mm -hmm. that's a moment. Like that's, yeah. yeah. That is pretty cool, uh, both symbolically and also like visually. You can tell they had a ton of care like working on this. So I enjoyed that aspect of it, of taking a lot of that mythos. And then what you all said, like putting this into a Marvel shared universe, it totally fits. Like it absolutely fits next to Asgard and yeah. other, I will just say other mythical type places we have seen, whether they are mythical yeah. or real or in another timeline oh. or not. Um, right. So That's I really good. enjoyed that. What about you, Doug? Um, here's how I felt about it. And I'm going to kind of piggyback off of what Brian was saying a little bit. What I appreciated about this is that it it's clear that they put the same level of care in displaying this lost kingdom, um, that they yeah. did into doing Wakanda. Yes. Um, yeah. You can tell that they invested a lot of time, energy and effort to make sure it felt authentic when someone walked through there. And I thought that that was a really cool and intentional choice. Um, 
I said this to Marcus in the theater. I really appreciated the fact that they didn't like make these people speak English. Like oh I my gosh. sincerely appreciate that yeah. they said like, nope, they're in China. Yeah. They're going to speak Guess Chinese. What? Like yep. they're going to speak, I believe Cantonese when I was doing some reading was what they oh said goodness. was the Mandarin, dialect. Mandarin and Cantonese. Yeah. Mandarin and Cantonese. Okay. Um, and I just appreciated that they, they took that investment and even like reading a little bit into the background. Some of the characters are from different parts of um, Asia. And mm -hmm. so, if you really are a true Chinese speaker, you can pick up the dialect and the accent in there. Wow. Um, and these are people who committed to learning that, even though they knew they were going to do it with a little bit mm. of an accent. Like I just appreciated that level of intention. With yeah. it. Like that shows yeah. that they were really trying to show some care. Um, I do. I also really appreciate, and I'm curious what y'all's thoughts were on the sort of, the will they won't the of um Aquathena and Shang-Chi's character. Like maybe they're gonna get together, maybe they're not, maybe they're gonna get together, maybe they're not. Because there was a part of me that did not want that to happen at all. Doug was fact, squirming I, the whole time. It wasn't I a part. was so upset. Doug was squirming in his seat the entire I just, time. I, I didn't I, like it. So this I'm, is gonna feel like I was saying I didn't like it. Let let uh, Dave jump in. Go ahead, I was Dave. just gonna say. I, I actually enjoyed that they weren't just like they're lovers. Like yes. I kind of like that they yeah. didn't. Like, they were just like they're really really good friends. And yeah, yeah something could happen, but it's not necessarily going to happen here. Right. Yeah. Um, also, one just kind of a bit of comic knowledge. That's why I'm here. So Talo was actually what was considered one of the god realms in the comics. So it was kind of on par with Asgard. It was on. Oh par sure. With yeah. It that so in the sense. comics that's how it was more so based. That's um, really originally, cool. so it was. You know, if you went to Asgard, well, here you go. You know, you you have your Nordic. <laughs> now you have your more Asian-based, um, yep. you know, God realm. Yeah. Um, and so that that was pretty cool. The way that again they implemented it in and made it feel very ethereal. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know, when you yeah. when you think about it, it didn't. It it. I mean, yes, it was CG, but at the same time, when you're that when you're looking at it, it feels very otherworldly. For sure. Like, oh yeah. How not simple, but how clean it was. For sure. Yes. And whatnot of of it was very natural. 100%. Also, apparently, one of the set dressers worked on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three, which what? I thought was kind of dorky but funny. That's um, funny. That person but, is royalty. Well, well the, because I'm a big turtles dork. One of my friends is like, "Did you know this?" I'm like, "Do you have proof?" Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where, number where, one. How uh, how how did you catch That's that? Really like crazy. Wow. I think one of the other things that I liked, well, two two things. Um, the cinematographer for this movie shot on the Matrix. So oh, a lot of the fight scenes yeah. look like okay, that makes uh, okay. it resembles a lot, especially uh, more specifically um when 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 they first introduce yes um, and then like the first fight sequence between morpheus and neo when he's yes. transferring the dojo like it's shot by the same cinematographer um so it's like that's what's really dope about it the other thing i really liked about this movie y'all it got right to it yeah. It, it, oh, it, yeah. It, it didn't waste a lot of time. It it didn't over explain why Sean already knew how to fight. Uh, he oh it didn't gosh, go through yeah. a training montage with him. Like it was nope, told need to. in the span of his story. And I think that that's what I enjoy um, partially the most because like they just hop right to it. Like and the other like the other thing is when they got there, they knew like nothing surprised them about seeing these animals and seeing these majestic and beautiful like creatures. Right. Like there was nothing surprising about that. Nobody was like, Oh my yeah. God. Like, can I, 
So one they thing that I was shit. worried right. about with this movie was Aquafina because I feel like a lot of her roles are like the really hyper enthusiastic best yeah. friend, which is like yeah. I feel like what I do a lot of the time. And so I was like, oh man, like they're in this like mythical realm. Please don't do a sh like a pan shot to her. And she's like, whoa, did you see X? Yeah. And they didn't. <laughs> they didn't. To their credit, this movie had some restraint with Aquafina's character. So credit to Destin Daniel Cretton, who is the director of this movie. You you did that just right because it was just like, let them be in awe of the nine-tailed fox and and Morris, whatever creature he was. Uh, yeah. Just like letting it all be taken in and not trying to get it as a laugh because like uh, Aquafina's character like yeah. was the audience surrogate, right? Yeah, and like she sure. was she was kind of our eyes and having those reactions of like you can do what like okay I'm here I guess, and I feel like <laughs> they dialed in the right way to For use sure. her I, as an actress. I, I will say though the fascinating part was Aquafina, the actress you were expecting to be pulling those jokes. Yes. Sir Ben Kingsley. Not so oh, much the one that yeah. you were expecting to be pulled. <laughs> right, hundred like, percent. Right. You know, and and props, all the props in the world go to that dude because yep. if if you would have told me that Sir Ben Kingsley was going to be the comedic relief yeah. in a yeah. Marvel <laughs> comics film, yep, I would have been like, "You're nuts." Yeah, but he did it beautifully. Yeah, yeah, he, like, he did an awesome and job. I'm playing dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, Perfect that, part. That it was whole thing, bits, but that, it worked. That whole thing about like how they trained the monkeys to ride horses. I yeah. legitimately had a moment. I was like, "Wait, what? Like, no, yeah. there's no way. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here?" Um, I thought that, but again, Dave, that's a great point. Like, he absolutely was like, "Oh, I'm just supposed to be the kind of like the dumb acting guy. Yeah, yeah I can do that. Like, that's yeah." Fine. So I I have um, to be Ringo, but completely out of my gourd. All right, let's do yeah, it. that's fine. I you can know? I can handle that. But yeah. but it seems like he was a good sport also about hey, like this movie, you know, the previous movie Iron Man three, obviously that wasn't done right. Well, to yeah. whatever extent, I mean, he just signed uh, up for a role, right? Um, yeah. but still partially but responsible. That's what, that's what drew him to the role originally mm -hmm. was it was it was the swerve, and right, so yeah. like I appreciate that he just kind of went no man. I'm here for the ride. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll ride this thing till it, you know, dies. And right. The cool yeah. thing is, is he didn't. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Tre Trevor got a happy ending. Yeah. And that, <laughs> Trevor's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor. um, I, I was really hoping for a Trevor will return, but uh, yeah, oh my gosh. Been, that would have been great. I um, have questions about something related to that towards the end of this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Brian, I also have the same questions. Okay. Um, like, so I feel like we should just like get into it right now. Well, let um, me, let me, okay. let me just ask right. something very, very quickly. Okay. Um, Or say that the Ben Kingsley thing now, like, Marvel's kind of sneaky, but they're not like they're like they are like Disney's like, you know, what we should do like, I don't know, like last week. Let's put that short film about Ben Kingsley's Mandarin. Oh, let's yeah. Dump that, let's dump that on Disney Disney Plus and see if these ding dongs are paying attention to what's actually Long going on. Are... And it exploded. And it, yeah, exactly. And then it exploded. And I'm sitting here after I saw the movie yesterday. I was like. Oh, that's why they put it on there. Like, like, no. like in this moment in the theater, I was like, that's Quit. why they dumped that up there. The do hamster they got have going. the other shorts on there? Do we know? They've been they've been loading them on. Okay. Although they've been also taking stuff off. Oh, so too, okay. which so I'm guessing they're it, for the same purpose. Yeah. Sure. Oh, 
here you go. No, sorry, it had to go <sighs> away. We we're remastering it or so. Oh, right. hey, but it gotcha. to have to do. You remember the vault? Like they kept telling us, like yep. Andy's going back in the oh vault. Oh my god! Like, that's... Stupid mouse. People would know. lose their minds going to Target <laughs> to like get the Little Mermaid Platinum the Vault. Line, I mean, one and meanwhile, you go to Blockbuster a month later and buy yeah. a new Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, exactly. Oh my gosh. You'll All never right. see it again. It's no. going right in the vault. This Lion King, one line. and a half. I mean, really. Mastered classic. <laughs> one and a half. You monster, Marcus. <laughs> yeah. That, like, that was my, one and a half was my go to. Yeah. Lion King, one and a half is good. Yeah, I like um, that. Um, Marcus, go ahead. You want to talk about some of these end credit sequences? Yes. Um, you I take mean, it away, sir. Implications for the universe. That's type true. umbrella we get situation. We get into it. We should so, get into it. So before before the movie came on, uh, we knew that there were two end credit scenes that was going around. That was like it wasn't really a rumor. It was confirmed that there were two end credit scenes. Yeah, our theater me, made it clear when we final. walked in. They're yes. like, "There's two of these." Don't <laughs> we? did they really? I, yeah, I, they I, had a sign. Vermilion Theater does it every time that there's a Marvel yep. movie or any Shout movie, out. really. They will write on the whiteboard, there are this many <laughs> scenes, don't yep. leave the movie yet. Yep, um, don't leave. That's why you got to love your local theater. That's um, exactly right. So they have these in, these two end credit scenes, and one is a mid, it's a mid credit scene, and they're like back at the dinner with their friends who were talking trash about them, and you know, she was like, oh, you're trying to make a joke on me? So they're re-explaining the whole story of everything they went through. Nobody believes them. Um, um, this is name Wonk. Thank you. Wonk yeah. walks. Wonk makes the big circle thing on your left. Uh, circle <laughs> magical thing. Walks in the restaurant portal. and is like, "Hey, I need y'all two is to come." Littering portal. Okay. Just <laughs> casual as hell. I would have dined and dashed right through that portal. But anyway. <laughs> Um, so they make he makes the portal ring and he says, I need y'all two to come with me. The first end credit scene is them talking about the 10 rings and what they look like. Now, I do yeah. want to make note the 10 rings switch from blue to orange, right? So, or yes, or a light, he, which means blue yeah. was signifying death when it was on his um father, and then orange is signifying light and how you can make it whatever you okay. more of a positive thing, right? right? So, um, they go, they walk through, they're talking about these rings, and nobody knows where they came from. They're going through all the artifacts, and Wong mm -hmm. is like, uh, no, yeah, we don't know what this thing is, where it came <laughs> yeah. from, but welcome to the party, basically. And in the scene, you have Carol Dan, you have Carol Danvers, aka uh, um, Captain <laughs> Marvel, Brian. and then you have uh, Hulk, but he's Mark, he, I was about to say he's Mark, <laughs> he, he is, he is, he is but. He's Bruce Banner, but he's Bruce Banner with a sling on. So they're letting you know, hey, he kept his arm and his arm his didn't arm die. is still um, there. So his arm is still there. So and he's also not the Hulk. So, and he's not yeah. Hulk. And he looks old, too. So, like, there's this Probably whole moment where the, for the, like, the last three movies, dude. He did, yeah. He does yeah. look old. He's still hanging in there, though. Like, he was young in Thor, Ragnarok, <laughs> where, they put, where they put the suit jacket and the t-shirt on him. Pretty. Yeah, they real pretty in that movie. Well, when you got to when you look who you're acting next to, look who the lead in that movie is. You got to be dressed up. I, yeah, you got to be airbrushed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's, also, he's also 53, so yeah. he he's, he's just, just an he's old looking man. man. He's, he's like hanging old, in, old, he's just, but he's yeah. older. We'll see how long Hulk can how long he's going to Hulk. Um, <laughs> Mark Ruffalo, we'd love to have you on the show. We would love yeah. to have you go from Green Hulk to Gray Hulk for real. Um, so like there's so there's this uh, moment where they're just like, well, y'all are basically a part of the team now. I like I'm paraphrasing, but they're like, you're part of the you're team. We don't know where this is. It was more so from. you're stuck. Yes, because yeah, he says, Welcome to the circus. 
He said, welcome to the circus, and he walks away. So then that was a really good ending scene, and then they ended with going to karaoke with Wong and all this fun stuff. The second ending scene is his sister taking down the decorations from the wall and at, the, at the back at the compound that their father used to own for the Ten Rings, and he's the, the guy from Creed. This is what I know him from. The guy from Creed 2 walks in, and he says, uh, Razor <laughs> Fist You were talking in. about the band for a second, and I was like... <laughs> What? Oh, not yes. Not Stap is not. Yes. We're going to listen to Human Clay here on the live yeah. stream. We're going to get an audio CD download for y'all. And so, <laughs> so, um, so basically, they go through the whole moment where the sister is taking the throne. She's taking the throne and she's looking at everybody and she's like, we're going to get down to business. She's got graffiti on the wall. She's got a inclusive training room. Where it's <laughs> yeah. It looks like a very inclusive criminal empire. Yeah. Yes. Very inclusive criminal empire. So wrong uh, never felt and looked so right. Equal opportunity murderers. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So equal opportunity murderers. Yes. And so that was basically how the scene ends. And then it ends with a big zoom out and then the 10 rings will return. I was disappointed that they put that one second. I said, cool. although cool thing about that, though, if you look at the flag, yeah. so the Ten Rings flag, it, when it showed up in Iron Man, the start of the MCU, yeah. um, it had scimitars in the middle. Okay. It had cross scimitars, and then all of the, the original script and whatnot was a different uh, script. It was actually a different font. Now, hmm. when it showed up in here, it had the hook swords. Oh. Um, that they that they used That's and cool. whatnot, and at the very end, it's really hard to see, but it looks like it still has the hook swords in the middle, mm. because that's what oh. that's what the females the female yep. assassins are training with at the very end. Yeah, it's the same the hooked blades. So it's kind of cool because it's like, oh hey, just kidding, that was the fake one. Here you <laughs> go, here's the real one, which is pretty neat. <laughs> but um. Uh, like, but at the same time, some of the kind of goofy. There you go. So there it is. The Sorry, daggers. But and and now you're considered a terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but and then yeah, oh, the, the, the the cross hook swords um at the end. But um the other thing, cool thing is the them singing Hotel California. Yes. Oh yeah. The karaoke yeah. scene is carried over from the Art of Confusion. Yeah. From, Love that. Uh, That's Cajun's absolutely fire character. So. Which again, who knew that that would be like the <laughs> ultimate defense? Because yes. I would tell California. To be honest, if I were on the end of that, I would be confused. I'd be like, "Why <laughs> is this happening?" Well, what? did you also what? see in the original when they when they first got to the first fighting um, arena? There are black widows fighting in that arena. Yep. So there's a black widow fighter and there's a extremist fighter. Yeah, they're, they're actually the fighting each other. I saw. And oh, uh, I didn't the, realize the that. widow that's the widow that's in there. Is actually from Black Widow. She was one of the rescued widows. Ooh. I know that because I watched the new Rockstar. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so that's a great tie. I mean, you see Abomination. Like we're yeah. skipping over a lot of stuff that's in this movie. You have yeah. an evolved Abomination who yeah. apparently knows Wong. Wong. Yeah. Like I, I don't know how that worked, but well, it it seems like a rigged fight. Did anyone else catch that? I yeah. kind of felt that. He too. talks about that pulling way. punches and whatnot on the way out. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Ru rumor has it that there's some sort of like contest of champions show in the works. So oh. that could be the thing that the Ten Rings is oh, kind man. of because then you basically have a Street Fighter tournament slash Mortal Kombat tournament that oh my god would, that they could be like, hey, Luke yeah. Cage, hey. Yeah. 
mediocre iron fist. But, <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, hey, yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. I loved all of the Defender series. And I watched Shang-Chi and being like, son of a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's how it felt. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely how it up. felt. That's what this could have been? God yeah. damn it. Seriously. Honestly, that would make it's so. I, was great, though. I'm oh, my gosh. I, I mean, it's so dumb. It would make sense for a yeah. contest of champions thing. Cause, and it would also be super easy to produce, too, now oh, that yeah. I'm thinking about it. Of like, hey, all these like B-tier folks, we're just yeah. going to do a fighting show. So have you seen Street Fighter? So it's like that, but just Marvel. Just yep. And uh, and yeah, and then you just fight someone and you're done. People would sign on to that and get paid easily. Well, that's, that seems that. dangerous though, because if the, here's my thing is maybe the downside to this is it seems like Marvel is trying to do everything in one fatal swoop. Like Secret War, there was a rumor that the that the Russo <sighs> brothers were coming back for Please. Secret Wars, uh, Secret Invasion. I mean, yeah, Secret Invasion. Yeah. Oh, uh, which, well, which Secret is the implementation of the Scroll Empire. Yes, which, is, which also was the rumor of like, hey, this is how we could recast a lot. Yes, of people yeah. because oh nope, sorry, scrolls. That was a scroll. scroll. Just <laughs> kidding. It's like gotcha. scrolls. He was a Chris Evans was a beautiful scroll. Damn it, <laughs> <laughs> it really was just a gorgeous scroll. But you know, like it, it's one of those things where there was a lot of that stuff going around. I agree. Yeah. They're trying to cast such a broad net. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the cool yeah. thing is, it's fucking working. Yeah, oh, it is. <laughs> um, yeah, and but because they have the different outlets, like mm-hmm. uh, what if. What if yeah. is one is legit near and dear to my heart? What if is the only well, okay, it's not the only now, but it was the first <laughs> comic series that I ever completed a run of. I have every oh, single wow. issue of what if. Wow, that's really cool. It's such a cool concept. Yes. Yeah. Like, hey, do you want to tell a cool story about this character? Yes, I do. But do you want to tell it without the continuity that's gonna F up like five right. parts of your story? Right. Yes, I do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to. yeah. Um Spider-Man dies a lot in those books, by the way. Yeah. Um, that, Doctor but... Str- that Doctor Strange one got me right here. Ooh. Like, I I was like, damn you. I, <laughs> I enjoyed that. No, you're going to die again. Yep. 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 Yeah, no, I mean, just <laughs> I just love that Marvel's just willing to start taking these risks. And I promise I'll re- relate this back to Shang-Chi. But like, I really do enjoy that they're starting to take risks after 10 years of bangers. Like, I feel yeah. like this it like they I feel like they should have done it earlier, but I feel like the audience is ready to handle some of these more complicated ideas. Sure. And I feel mm-hmm. like they feel that way with like Loki, and then you have what if where like Hey, Doctor Strange wants to save the love of his life, but then he accidentally has reality collapse on him. The end. See you next week. Like, yep. I love that. I've never <laughs> felt that way watching a Marvel product and being like, I feel hopeless and it's awful. And like, I enjoy it to a certain extent. Yeah. I'm like, that is the logical conclusion. I'm glad, and I believe it. It doesn't have to be a happy ending. No. Right. That's, right. That's like, cool I enjoyed it on that level, which I know sounds yeah. really twisted, but like, it, that no, was partially no, enjoyable to me. If that's but twisted, it, that's just my brand of twisted, right? I'm absolutely <laughs> here for that. Um, <laughs> suffering. Yeah. Right. Um, so well, my question for all of you, though, and, and to get back to the first. Yes, anime, you're right. This was way better than Black Widow. Oh, you, wow. I really? Yeah. He yeah. turned to me <laughs> and said it six times in the theater. The first 15 minutes, he goes, yeah. Oh shit! I wonder if this is better be better than Black Widow. And I was yep. like, "Well, we'll see." And I was like, "Well, we'll see." Like, <laughs> if you yeah, well, <laughs> by by the I end, had to draw of, portraits, so I needed reference. Yeah, I like by it. The end of it, 
<laughs> like that, those credits rolled. First thing he said, oh, that was way better than Black Widow. <laughs> I no, mean, I said this exactly. I said Brian's gonna be pissed because I'm definitely saying this was better than Black Widow. I'm not upset. Like, I feel like I'll, I'll connect my thought here. I like that Marvel's taking more risks because this movie is technically an origin movie, right? But like, it didn't feel like it to me. No. And you, feel free to all voice how you feel about it. But to me, it just kind of felt like, look, here's this guy, Shang-Chi. He's got some stuff going on. He's going to go fist fight his way to the mythical realm to figure this out. And I was like, yeah, let's go. Like, sure. Let's yeah. go. In, in defense of Black Widow. Black Widow <laughs> suffered from the, the the same thing that the first season of Iron Fist did. Sure. It was the last puzzle piece to fit in. So it had all this connective tissue around it yep. where it had to fit perfectly into that. It so did. There was a lot of shit that they had to go, well, we can't do that because that'll affect this. We well, can't do that because that'll affect this. Where it's showing you, they're like, you want to see a dragon fight Cthulhu? <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. that's 100% yeah. it. Yes, that's like, absolutely and, it. That was the cool part about it, though. Yeah, like, I, you know, it, it it was refreshing to hit a new character. Yes. And be able to go, yeah. Okay. Here. Here yep. for it. Run yep. with it. Well, That's a good point. And I think you look at like you look at a, I think the a comparison that I kept making was Captain Marvel and I I enjoyed the Captain mm -hmm. Marvel film and I enjoyed the comic mm -hmm. book character, but the Captain Marvel film was like we're going to tell an origin story, but it's going to be backwards, but it's still all the same trappings and tropes of an origin Here's story. And like, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. like, which is fine. And I enjoy it for what it is. But Shang-Chi almost like was like, OK, so the first third of those things you did, that's gone. That's all mm -hmm. gone. And we're just yeah. going to go to the fist yeah. fights. I think they get to the bus scene in like 10 minutes. Yeah, right? it didn't take long at all. Right away. Well, and I, I feel like they did what uh, like the Spidey crew has done, too, with like Spider-Man Homecoming, where they're like, right. hey, guess what? Uncle Ben is dead. Or <laughs> we don't have to recap. That. Yes. Thank like, you. Guess what? Happy. He's the master of kung fu. Don't know <laughs> anyone. Yep. Like right. and yep. ass kicking. Like yeah, you know, exactly. It, it, and it was cool. Like they didn't have to explain it because if you're going into these movies, I think this is what Marvel's done a very good job of. Mm -hmm. Because you go into these movies and you're not going, well, I wonder what this is going to be. Mm. You, go into <laughs> these, you go into these movies going, all right. Yep. Yeah. Can go. Like, it's gonna yeah. get weird. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Let's get weird with it. Um, but that's the fun part about it. Yeah, for sure. That is the fun part. So if I can get back to that first end credit sequence just very quickly, and my yeah, question to please. all of you all, and maybe my this goes to Dave first with his his comic book knowledge mm, uh, uh -oh. encyclopedia. Um, what does this tie into, or what does this potentially lead to? I had my bet after. I had my detective moment in there because we got a trailer for Eternals like, yeah. like right before yeah. this movie came up. But I'm just kind of curious, maybe from all y'all, your speculate, put your speculation hats on a little bit and speculate where this might be going. It, I mean, there's a lot building up to Multiverse of Madness, right? Yeah. Now, mm -hmm. You know, with with everything going when he was looking at the interior of the rings and it had all the different layers, mm -hmm. it very much mimics what you see in the um, No Way Home trailer for sure. Of Doctor Strange casting that yep. spell. All of the magic, if you if you notice, all of the magic from Strange, all the magic from Shang-Chi, all the magic from Wanda, all the magic from, you know, you can kind of go back and you can see sure. it's always the layers, but it's when they go, um, yep. that yep. all of a sudden it, stuff goes awry. Sure. Um, so I think I think it's a lot of build up to that. I think this was the stepping stone 
to and here's the weird thing though is originally Eternals was supposed to come out before Shang Chi. If mm -hmm. I remember, Ooh, correctly. I like it. It was so. Indeed. What are we going to see in Eternals that yeah. would establish something more in Shang Chi? Sure, that's a great question. Um, kind yep. of the, just because that, that's that's a big honking step going. Sure. Oh yeah. By the way, these are basically the demigods that have been guiding civilization since you right. know, the dawn of time. But no big deal. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good way to put it. But, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. But I think right now, Multiverse of Madness between Loki and What If and yep. now Far From Home and, of course, Shang-Chi, I think there's a lot building up. Building up Wong as such an important supporter. Yes, sure. that They're guy really is everywhere. Here. He's been here. He's been here. He's been here. He's been mm -hmm. here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's that's the... I don't want to say big payoff because obviously the big payoff is Shang-Chi's in the Marvel universe. We now yeah. have another Avenger um, yeah. added to the team. Um, but I think it's a lot of lead up to the multiverse of madness. For sure. Awesome. That's, that's really, that is fantastic. Other thoughts or maybe different opinions. I think one thing I just want to say is that I really enjoy that Carol Danvers is your friend who always texts you like, we should hang out. And you're like, yeah, we should hang out. And then you go to the party and you're like, Carol, it's so good to see you. And she's like, I'm so glad I got to go. Um, I feel, feel attacked. Uh, Atari. <laughs> right? Like, it's your friend that always flakes. And there's something really endearing about how they visualize that in the universe. Um, she gets busy, Brian. Brian, maybe she has other things that come up. That she Look, can't, she really wanted to friend. deep down in here. She wanted to be like, hey, let's go grab coffee. And it's just, oh, shit, I got stuff that came up and I don't want to burden you with it, but I'm going to go deal with it. So let's I mean, not. Let's this not wasn't a personal away. attack on you, Doug. I if you feel you share a lot in he, common with Carol, yeah, really Danvers, that's fine. He got a little defensive there. I'm I mean, just right, a tad, to, but yeah. it's fine. Um, so Carol's your friend that flakes. I, I enjoyed seeing that dynamic of the Avengers and also just kind of the leadership of the Avengers right now. It kind of feels like it's Carol by Zoom. Yeah. Um, Bruce Banner's obvious. <sighs> I would assume he's still Earthbound. Um, yeah. And then Doctor Strange and Wong is kind of making up this triumvirate, which I think is an interesting kind yeah. of galactic watch of Avengers. Um I, I, you know, Falcon, Captain Falcon is what I'll say is, is how I will designate him. Captain, the, Captain America isn't a part of that. We don't really know when this That's takes place, but I found that interesting. Um, and we don't have like anyone with the Iron Man mantle. Spider-Man wasn't yeah. there. Maybe he wouldn't be anyway, but um, that seems like what the leadership is at the moment is sure. that it's Captain Marvel, Bruce Banner, maybe not Hulk and Dr. Strange or, or Wong. And I, that's interesting to me as we go forward, because I, I feel like we have these two parallel threats going on. We have whatever's happening with Valentina's Avengers um, yeah. in which Abomination could be a part of, maybe not. And then we have Jonathan Majors slash the Conqueror. However, we're going to phrase that yeah. is seems to be the other meta threat. So I don't know. And then Eternals hopefully has some answers with the rings, but I don't know. It's a lot right now. It's a lot to put together. And sure. in the in the comics realm of things, the like back the kind of secret Avengers that are being formed out of the kind of it, it seems like they're going down the route of the Dark Avengers or mm -hmm. Thunderbolts. Um, but it's going to be kind of a weird bastardization of that just because of the way yep. the MCU works, yeah. mm -hmm. which is actually pretty cool. But uh, rumor has it that the kind of next gen of Avengers they're going to be playing off of the old story Infinity Watch. 
Oh, um, so okay. You know, if you play into the the secret the secret wars, secret invasion angle yep. of kind of more of the cosmic side of things, that that kind of fits the bill. I also Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner is that lovely like yeah. pessimistic, but like glass half full kind of guy though, where he's just like, "Hey man, welcome aboard. You're gonna <laughs> die." <laughs> but, <laughs> I kind of dig that though. Like, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And it'll be it'll be interesting to see. I don't. I, I guess I don't know where this movie takes us. Um, we know that they, he's an Avenger. We know that he's going to be a part of that story that's going to be told. How it connects back? Like, do, does his ten rings connect? We know. I don't think any of the Eternals are going to become Avengers. I just don't see that happening. I yeah, just think I that don't that's either. A story that just sets up everybody else's story or sets things in motion, like the bigger, bigger picture. Oh, uh, sure. but I, I can't I, see any of them becoming an Avenger. I think they're the gateway to mutants. I to be quite honest. Oh, I feel like you're right, Dave, because they spend a lot of time I with mean, his laser bass, yeah. his laser blast yeah. with his <laughs> eyes. Like they spend so much time on that. And I'm like, that has to be some sort of like feud, like nod, pr- nod to Cyclops well, in the future. And oh, it's funny because MCU already has Inhumans, which when Inhumans mm-hmm. came out, that show came out and bombed so terribly. In the <laughs> comics, they went, hey, guess what? All mutants. They're actually in humans. Hey guys, here's a TV show. Yeah. Never mind, just kidding. The Inhumans yeah. they don't exist. Yeah. Right. Like, what? Like yeah. you gave us a show. Like, yeah. <laughs> you put it on the we, IMAX we screen. And like, just sweep it under the rug. It's like I we watched it. that whole thing happen. Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess I I feel like um I don't know where this story sets up. I, I am glad that we get some form. I'm just, I'm just happy for new stories. Like yes. we know that um um, Riri, Riri Hart is gonna is like gonna be introduced in Black Panther. We know Black Panther is coming. There's so many more movies. Look, he got yeah. everything. Yeah, we there's so many more movies to go, and it feels like there's a whole lot more story to tell before we even get to yeah the next big Avengers movie or whatever it is. But like as much as I thought it was a cosmic thing, I'm definitely feeling like it's something else. I don't know what it is. Like I thought it was Galactus. And now all of a sudden I'm feeling like maybe um uh, Kang the Conqueror is not the big big bad for this thing. Like maybe oh, it's yeah. just Thanos Thanos's reputation is the big big bad. Like everybody <laughs> just suffering through this shit. That's that's the beautiful thing about the MCU though is we're what 12 13 years mm-hmm. yeah. In, in thir- yeah 13 ish yeah yeah and you just said it it's the start of something new mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and that's really really impressive right yeah because like you know you think about stuff that that's run that long i'm sorry mash couldn't have gone on for another 10 years <laughs> right. oh my gosh but, you no. know like hawkeye pierce can only be an alcoholic surgeon for so many <laughs> but um you know friends, it, friends with that, tiring after season eight yeah but this should have been off after two <laughs> <laughs> But you know what I mean, though, is that it's been going so long. And the fact that, yeah. that anybody can say, hey, this is exciting. There's something new happening. Yeah. And I'm I'm curious to see what happens. Also, not knowing what's going to happen. For sure. You have yeah. the Celestials. Yeah. You have the Scrolls. You have all, you know, the Multiverse of Madness. You right. have all this stuff you can play into. And that's kind of the cool thing with, you know, Marvel having over 80 years yeah. you know, yeah. of, of stories to tell. You have a lot of interesting you have a lot of terrible stuff you could go into too but right. you have a lot of very interesting <laughs> things that yeah. you can go into and i think it's yeah. really cool dave that you bring that up because i think that's the other thing that's that that's worth noting and worth reminding our listeners about and some of our viewers about um is that you are able 
to do most stu- movie studios struggle with prequels and sequels like they have a huge hit then they try to put that into a package right. and they try to say let's roll this out again and what marvel has been able to accomplish over like you said thir- 12 13 years is they've been able to say hey you like this you might also like this they've become the mm-hmm. netflix and spotify of um, of yeah. movies to use a, what we understand is they've come up with a little bit of an algorithm of oh yeah we were able to figure this out and you might like it where it's it's still a sequel like technically but mm-hmm. it's also an original story so that way you don't tire of the original material well, and now that they're starting over that's such a cool point for it to be at mm-hmm. another chapter yeah, yeah for sure that's all we are getting, unfortunately, to the end of our time with Mr. Wheeler. So um, any final thoughts or question for Dave uh, as we kind of close things out? I just had two comments about this movie. So I enjoyed the story overall. We didn't get a ton into it, but no. I also feel like the story is also pretty self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like we needed to... There wasn't a really big... And this is not a bad thing, but the movie was very, like, very much like yeah, you are a product of your family before you and you need to make some choices and you're just like, yeah, yeah. okay, all right, I'm going to go, yeah. I'm going to go ride a Don't dragon now. Mm-hmm. This yeah. movie, this movie cut you deep a couple times. They had a couple lines in oh, there that was like, yeah. well, God dang. Oh, yeah. 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 When he says that to hit, when, when his dad says that thing about his mom dying, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's the worst thing ever. Uh, well, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, um but the other thing I wanted to say is that uh, I did not know this, but when I was researching for the pod tonight, so the sister who she she Ling, uh, Shang Shi's sister, I was like, who is this actress? I've never heard of her before. The reason you've never heard of her before is this is her first movie ever. Sorry, what? Like, what? like yeah. quite oh literally, God. her IMDb credits. She has four things, and the first one is guest about Shang Shi and Legend of the Ten Rings, like. Literally, this is the only movie she's ever done, and this is her first That's movie. Incredible. So, shout out to her, Meng- Menger Zhang. If I'm saying it wrong, please correct me. But shout out to her because yeah. I thought she did an incredible job, just base level. But the fact that this was your first movie and it was a Marvel a movie, a like, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I, I mean, absolutely incredible. Like, I don't know anybody that could just walk on set and be like, "All right, let's do this. Let's yeah. go." Although, what, that way. what's crazy to think about is how many un- unknowns have been brought into the MCU like Chris you know even Chris Hemsworth yeah. and and Tom Hiddleston yeah we were like ha who the hell are those guys this is going to suck oh my god <laughs> yeah. this is great yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah. Dave, my final question before you leave us is if we enjoyed Shang-Chi, which we did, what would maybe be a different comic book character to dive into? Like if we enjoyed Shang-Chi, where would be maybe want to turn our attentions next? Iron Fist, actually. Okay. Um, Going into like specifically the Ed Brubaker run of Iron Fist. Oh, yeah. A really damn good run of books that actually dives into some of the connective tissues Tatalo and stuff, and you kind of get a little bit more of that um, flavor, I, I guess. Yeah, um, sure. I, I hate to say it, but like, you go back and read the OG run of Shang-Chi, there's some cool stuff because they made him look like Bruce Lee, and it's yeah. a really fun martial yeah. arts comic. And then there are a lot of chunks of it where you go, oh shit. Because <laughs> there's a lot of that stuff that's not on the Marvel Unlimited app because. There's some very culturally insensitive stuff yep. in there. Oh, um, okay. 
but um yeah the, the edward baker run on iron fist uh okay. is really good um another uh, another run of uh, secret avengers um okay. was uh, a really good one post-civil war okay. um uh, just a really fun team um that uh, actually kind of dives into again iron fist luke cage very fun buddy buddy cop uh, mm-hmm. vibe there but at the same time you dive into characters like echo and uh yeah. the, the entrance of the ronin character which we learned a little bit about in endgame completely yep. different take but um yeah definitely check those out but um you know don't be afraid to check out other sure. you know other avenues too there's more than the marvel universe out there sure. um and i highly point. recommend just just look around at your local bookstores and comic book stores um and you'll find some cool stuff out there absolutely well Dave, Dave, thank- Dave, who wins between shang chi and iron fist shang chi <laughs> he didn't I, even I, hesitate. I, I love Iron Fist. Don't get me wrong, but at the end of the day, I think Shang Chi would take him in a hand-to-hand fight. Look at that. Iron Fist could cheat with Iron Deadly, Fist. Yep. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Okay. All right, Dave. Thank thanks for joining us. We appreciate yeah. you being here. Um, easy, if you like his stuff, look up uh, Mindwave Comics on, yes. uh, like, I think you're on your Facebook page. Yep. Um, um, or just check out DaveWonder.com. Um, oh, that yeah. has links to everything Mindwave Comics, my Twitch, YouTube channels. Um, I'm actually about to go live on the Foosh Twitch channel for Monday Foosh Live. Uh, so check that out too. Awesome. All right. Cool. Thanks for joining us, Dave. Have a great rest of your yeah. evening. Yeah. Great chatting with you. Clip. Catch you guys later. All yep, right. Talk to you yep. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, gentlemen, that was Shang-Chi. Oh, shoot. I had one more thing I wanted to say about Shang-Chi. Sorry. One more thing. I am so sorry, but I promise I think this will entertain you all. Uh, So also when uh, (laughs) Katie, uh, oh God, uh, Aquafina's character is like trying to use a bow and arrow. How jealous do you think Hawkeye is that like Katie (laughs) got to have the penultimate moment of like i got one arrow and one bow to take down the the soul eater and she hits it and he's probably sitting there like really like i am at home right now with you could have called me like i i am ready to go like he never had a moment like that in like any of the movies then here comes katie like what like it's hard like what let's do this Um, we've been doing this forever like right i really enjoyed that i really enjoyed that because i'm not a big hawkeye fan but i wanted to say that in this space because i knew you all would appreciate that that's hilarious that's a very good point gentlemen we have one final segment for us to get into and i want to make sure that we take the time because what brian does not know and what De- Brian maybe is not aware of, maybe Uh-oh. he listened to last week's episode. Maybe he didn't. Maybe Brian's in second place. Oh, for the first time this year. Oh my God. Brian Roush. What is in second place How dare you? for a friendly game that we like to call catch that quotable. Goodness. Um, and, gracious. Fr- and friendly may have to be removed from wow. the title here because it's starting to get, Starting to get some stank on it. So, wow, um, wow. Marcus, you are our champion. So you are in charge, in, ch- in, charge. in charge of what happens next. So please, sir, you have the floor. <sighs> what should a gracious king do? Uh, wow, <laughs> Jesus! I, I feel like T'Challa sitting on the throne. Um, <laughs> no, I'll I'll have Doug Wagner go first. So my quote is, 
Dreams die hard, and you hold them in your hands long after they've turned to dust. Jesus Christ. Dreams die hard, and you hold them in your hands long after they've turned to dust. It's clearly somebody who's not too optimistic about life. Uh, um, nope. Somebody who's angry about life. Could be a father talking to their son. Could be somebody who's going to learn their lesson later on down the road. It's true. Hmm. What's the hint? The hint is dragon. I have no clue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, am, I am absolutely up a creek right now. Uh, dragon is the hint. Dragon. <sighs> the creature, right? Yes, the creature. Not dragon, not, like dragon not, somebody. Not like dragon ass. Like I'm, dragon, look, the beast I'm trying to get all the blood out of this stone, all right? I'm just trying to make sure. <sighs> I'm, I, I would either think... Because I like to watch you two fight, I will give you a second hint, which is 1996. I'm a buzz in. Okay. Rain of fire. This is not rain of fire. Oh, God. Turn to dust in my hands. Just like the quote. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to say rush hour. This. <laughs> no, this is this is dragon heart. This is Dragonheart, Brian. Gosh, not, oh my get gosh. It, you your guess. But this is a movie where a young boy gets a heart transplant from a dragon, and the dragon is played by Sean Connery. This is a good movie. This movie stars Dennis Quaid, Sean Connery, Pete Postlewaite, David Thelwiz, and Jason <sighs> Isaacs. It has fucking everybody in it. Uh, it's such a good movie. Could um, remake that movie today and be expensive. It absolutely <laughs> would. Literally, the story is a king's son is dying. So <laughs> a king's son is dying. So they bring the king into, like the king brings his son in, gives him a piece of the dragon's heart, um, and you know how dragons work. So now they're soul bound for life. You know, as you do. It's a fucking dragons. Well, then this kid turns into a king who's a fucking asshole. So they're like, well, we can't kill him because he has an army. Let's hunt and kill the dragon. Then they find the dragon and they like the dragon. And it's a whole sad story. It is. In that episode of Rick and Morty? Uh, <laughs> it will be. Basically. Sounds, sounds pretty close. I, I mean, they've time. got like six seasons to fill. It, it probably will. It, it, probably. it absolutely is. It's the Slut Dragons episode. It's the Yeah, that's the one. That's the one that's that they have. It is. They have a soul bond with the dragons. It's four. Because it's all a, the dragons four, are Brian. having an orgy. I, man, I don't remember that episode. Yeah, pop up that HBO Max app. It's it goes there. zero to 100 very quickly. I can't. Oh, I absolutely. Brian Roush. Hello. All right, Brian. Kick us off. Uh, look, I... I, I, I I'm ready to uh, tie it up Rumble. again. Okay. I'm ready to tie it up again. Okay. I'm ready to tie it up again. Okay. Tie it up, tie down. All right. <clears throat> the quote is The making of a great compilation tape, like breaking up, is hard to do and takes ages longer than it might seem. You gotta kick it off with a killer to grab attention. I'm gonna say it one more time for y'all at oh, home. I think I know this, Brian. The making of a great compilation tape, like breaking up, is hard to do and takes ages longer than it might seem. You got to kick it off with a killer to grab some attention. Yeah, I think I know this, Brian. Okay. Go ahead, guess, because I don't know. But I want to hear the hint first. What's the hint? The the hint. uh, I didn't think of my hint. 
Uh, let's see here. What is my hint? Uh, my hint is going to be Jack Black. Is this High Fidelity? It is. Thank you. Nailed it. it. High Fidelity. Quick. That's a good movie. That's a really good movie. Really good movie. I very, almost very was good. cocky enough to buzz in as you were reading the quote, but I decided not to. <laughs> John bad. Cusack, Jack Black. Yep. He owns a record store, and the whole thing is he breaks the fourth wall and talks to people about making various tapes. And then as yep. he's making this breakup tape, he goes through all his previous girlfriends. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a great movie. Yep. Hmm. Nice. Okay, good that one. was great. Great job. All right. Back Done in that a point. room. <laughs> Ow. That's it. I want you to stay the fuck away from me. I thought we were. We're nothing. I love you. You love me. You're sick. Oh, Once man. Again. That's wow. it. I want you to stay the fuck away from me. I thought we were. We're nothing. I love you. And you love me. You're sick. Oh, there's. I have something down. I have something down here. That's. Where are you me, pointing? Just in this general area. Right, like, you just Is that your just entire way. upper body? Yeah, just from my diaphragm up. I'm getting that a CrossFit thing. It's no, a, it's just a feeling you get when you think you might know the quote. Okay. That's <laughs> that not how I feel. It's okay. a fire in the soul. That's that's why you're down one point, Brian. <laughs> wow. Wow. Because not the upper body, huh? All right. <laughs> start taking notes, macho man. Yeah, like I said, maybe this yeah, friendly, the friendly game, thing is gone. Maybe the friendly thing needs to be gone. All right. What's the hint, Brian? Yeah. Brian? Jailbait. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Jailbait. <laughs> Jailbait. Oh, um, Marcus, is this super bad? It is not. Okay, damn. Is this is this Project X? It is not. This movie is The Crush with Alicia Silverstone. <sighs> uh, and it came out in 1993, where she is 14, yep. hitting on a grown ass man. Yep. Oh yep. my god! He, in the end of the movie, he punches her like a rag doll. She flies across <laughs> the damn ice. <laughs> Yeah, you, you gotta watch it on that. I remember YouTube. the preview for this. Yeah, that movie was great. I think that was Alicia Silverstone's like premiere thing. Yeah. I think like that was what she got big off of. And it was like going back and looking at that movie, I was like, man, this is a weird movie. <laughs> there um, are some movies that are just totally fine. Weird. And I'm not saying that like women can't take punches. That's not the tone I'm taking here. <laughs> it's just insane to me that things like The Wicker Man mm -hmm. and this movie just just socked her right in the just face. Sock people and right she in the flew. Face. I was like, wow, that's crazy. But yeah, like, that is yeah, yeah. I feel like, the Wicker Man was the 90s, wasn't it? Or was that early 2000s? It was, it was early 2000s. 2000s. All right. Yeah. Then this analysis out the window. I don't know. Yeah, Something yeah. was going on in the in the 90s and early 2000s. It was weird. It was a weird time. I feel yeah, like you just punch people so. in the face for no reason. Very much so. Gentlemen, that is basically the end wow. of our show. And um, it's been a great little run, and I'm glad we were able to do it. Another thanks to Dave. Yes, yeah, that was fantastic. Um, gentlemen, what do you all have to plug this week? I can start us off. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no problem. So thelovenerds.com, as always, my wife, Maggie, runs that shop. Uh, she also has her Shopify shop on there. So if you are making shirts, if you are needing designs or anything in between, go check it out. A bunch of arts and crafts that you can make on your own, thelovenerds.com. 
Uh, also, the Nerf Hyper Tourney is ending uh, this week, and we are still counting votes. So if you have TikTok, or even if you don't, go make an account and go vote for Team Krissa. That is the team I am on for the Nerf Hyper Tourney. You can even get there by going to my TikTok account, at Rogue Roush. So you can go check that out. Please go go vote for us in the Nerf Hyper Tourney. Uh, it'd be much appreciated. And that is all I have to promote. I Brian, like I am so curious. I want to hear like more about this experience once this is all done. Sure. About how you got selected for this. <laughs> what they like, how they sent you shit. Like, I would love to do like a deep dive. Yeah, into, was it like, like an like, army draft? Right. Like, like just a, I don't know. Uh, that part I don't know. All I know is that I got one day I just got a message from the Nerf TikTok account and it was like, hey, send me your email. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I think I know what this is about. And then they sent me like all the legal documents that I had to sign and stuff like that. But that was honestly how it all came about. I don't know how they selected teams or anything like that. Um, but uh, but yeah, and then they just sent me a giant box of Nerf blasters. So it was, yeah, it was pretty great. I think it's so funny. It's like, hey, send me your email. Like every <laughs> single IT department is being like, no, that's a don't send account. Me email. That's how you get trapped. Like it's that's well, ignore everything you know about cybersecurity. Right. And well, just, it's got hey, the blue me. check mark. I mean, right. how bad can it be? You got to be a pretty official over here. Yeah, right? It looks pretty, pretty official to me. It's a pretty big deal. All right, Marcus, what do you have to plug this week? Y'all know what it is. Follow the mantra, underscore, underscore the mantra yes. on Instagram. We are doing a love fest over there on the monster Insta on the mantra Instagram where we are just showing love to all of our family members, our mantra mafia. Um, wow. Those are the people who support us because we don't do customers over here. We don't do fans and shit like that. So we are doing shout outs over there all month, probably every Wednesday nice. and every Friday. We will be shouting out a different person who has supported us, right. just showing them love on the page. So follow that, but follow the mantra in real life. Never offend it. Always humble. That is the mantra. Stick to it. I promise it'll, it'll do some magical things for you. And uh, we got a lot of stuff on the way. New store opening soon. Fantastic. That's I'm proud to be a part of that. That, oh, yeah. that mantra mafia. Mantra mafia. Uh, and especially now that I know the name. <laughs> yeah. Just just made it up last week. So you're, I, you're you know what? I love it. I am here for it. But I love it. Here's what I had to plug. Uh, this podcast, gentlemen, ladies, anyone listening. Um, this is a great space. We love being independent podcast. We love turning this uh, quality shit out for you every single week. We love doing it. Um, and we hope we know you enjoy it too. So why not show us the love and join our Patty family? Um, Patreon.com slash films in black and white. That's how you can sign up. All of our tiers have some pretty great benefits in there. Um, and so we hope that you will consider joining that. So we would sincerely appreciate it you can also follow us now on tiktok at films in black and white please, on tiktok and i hope you enjoy those because that is the depraved please. mind of one doug wagner that comes please. up with this shit I, I cannot underscore enough that the tiktok account is just doug it yeah. is doug coming up with ideas and executing them on his own yeah. and they're funny as hell yeah and that candy man what took me out <laughs> that that work from home life is treating me good. Yeah, hey, that's all I'm gonna say. Look, you you gotta you gotta find something you enjoy and, oh, yeah. and making silly videos. I get it. I totally that's get it. 100% what I'm doing, um, gentlemen. We have a three step process oh, to success. Sure um, Brian, will you kick us off with that first step? 
I would love to. I was so bummed I wasn't here last week to do this. So one, step one, read a book. I know life might be busy. It might feel like the world's on fire. It might feel like you won't be able to get your favorite thing at the store pretty soon with all these supply shortages coming in and coming out. But you know what's eternal is a book and knowledge. So go read a book. It will entertain you. Once you have it, it will take you on an adventure, an experience, if you will, inside your mind in which you can cast all the characters and set the lighting and understand the events the way that you want to. So read a book. Fantastic. Thank you, Brian. That's absolutely right. You should listen to that guy. He's in a nerf tourney. This guy? And this guy's Mr. 3000. Mr. 3000 reads the goddamn Look, I got I got some good folks backing me up. That I'm I'm very happy. Yes, go ahead. Let's do step Marcus, two. Marcus, will you give us our second step to success, please? If you want to do all that cool kung fu shit that you've seen in uh Shang-Chi, you <laughs> gotta drink some water. <laughs> True. The bottom line. Listen, you can't okay. just put on 10 rings and think you run shit. Like no. that guy got his ass kicked because he won't drink water. He just thought he was all powerful, live forever. Like the right. only reason you live forever is if you drink some water drink some purified water okay sometimes you gotta you gotta treat yourself to the nice get yourself some nice Voss, get yourself some fiji whatever it is your ounce, sure you your weight in your weight in ounces in water yeah that that Croy, that. maybe there when you you're go. sweating you are what you sweat so if you eat nasty and you ain't drinking water guess what that sweat gonna smell like not nasty, good not water not good. there you go Awesome. Thank you, Marcus. Uh, look, everybody, uh, summer still has a death grip on our <laughs> world. Um, it is still possible to walk outside and be like, God damn, it's hot. And as yeah. a result, you really need to wash your ass and get up in it. Some a cloth, It goes hand, cloth, soap, ass. Those are the steps. Just follow them. It's important you do it because, look, we are gonna eventually i imagine hopefully not but possibly go back into being inside and that's not a chance to like share yourself with your family you're gonna notice all that stuff just watch your ass it's important that you do that and everybody will thank you family friends and colleagues alike will thank you for washing your ass so i know i will the gentlemen, that is our three-step process to success. Um, we'll be back next week. We hope everybody will join us next week. This uh, was our free live stream of the week, so be sure to sign up for that Patreon if you want to catch next week. Um, next week, I think we're watching The Wicker Man. Not going to lie to y'all. I think we're watching The Wicker Man for next week. Oh, boy. So uh, tune in for that. Um, in the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all, and we'll catch y'all next week. Be easy. Mm-hmm.